Welcome to the 40 as fuck podcast, the podcast for anyone who has looked in the mirror and thought, how the hell am I 40? And how are you supposed to age in this filtered reality? It's for anyone that has noticed our Insta world looking better, younger, all with less pores than you, who's still waking up to wipe yesterday's mascara off while everybody else is recording their 20-step skincare routine. Because 40 as fuck is all about the daily trials and sober realities of what it feels like to be getting older in a social world far from authenticity or reality. It's about what happened to your once luscious lips and the harsh truth looking back at you in the mirror and finding bits of humor in it all. This podcast is about telling the truth and asking the real question, can I do anything about any of it? A little disclaimer, I don't know the fountain of youth. I am not a guru, I'm not an Instagram influencer, and I have never been TikTok famous. I'm just a 40-something Gen Xer, a former photographer with a dietetic background who was fed up by anti-aging claims and promises. I'll be sharing my own experiences as I gave up a lucrative career in photography and starting my own skincare company after discovering the lies we were being told and unearthing cultural pressure we are faced with to look young forever. Here we're going to break open the harsh truths and dismantle the confusion the anti-aging world wants you to believe. I'm not here to sell you a product or promote a brand. This is about being a 40-something and finding some clarity and humor in the midst of it all and how no amount of Botox, hydrolonic acid, or retinol is going to save you from the inevitable. Because being 40 as fuck isn't about being 20 again. It's about what happens when we do the best for ourselves, our bodies, and our minds and let go of the pressure to defy time and lean into an unfiltered reality. So if there's anyone out there that feels any of this too, this podcast will hopefully make you feel less alone and maybe just a little better about those creeping crow's feet and owning it all. Here it's about being real as fuck and aging in a filtered world. First of all, I want to say thank you for pressing play and subscribing to this little podcast adventure that I'm on. And I want to tell you a little bit about what to expect from this podcast and the podcast to come. I'm going to tell you about how I got to this point of recording a podcast and what I do. Today we'll be talking skincare and how largely we've been buying into the anti-aging scam. We'll touch on why this fucks with our mental health as we grow older and what we can actually do about it. So how the hell did I get here? I mean, not here like my life is so bad and I've hit rock bottom. No, I mean here, like as in I'm a 40-something and I feel like you pretty much need a degree in dermatology to decipher all the skincare claims out there. Look younger, tighten your pores, diminish laugh lines, Botox in a bottle, hydrolonic acid, niacinamide. Here is in when did it become so complicated to get older? Here is in scrolling my Instagram feed to seeing my friends using these filters that make your nose look smaller, eyes look bigger, lips fuller, skin absolutely flawless. And I'm feeling like I look like such a freaking alien. I mean, I can't even take myself seriously when I use one of those face filters. Here is in that moment you look in the mirror and you think, fuck, I look so old. And you're like, when did all this happen? When did I turn 40? And I should have done something to prevent those crow's feeds. Or you catch a glimpse of yourself in the mirror and you're like, oh, I look so tired. And if you're honest, you are tired. Or have you been driving down the road and you look in your rearview mirror and you're like, where are my lips? You think maybe I need Botox. Perhaps I don't care. Or maybe I should have started Botox earlier. Or I should just embrace the fact that I'm getting older. I mean, I'm 40, not 20. This is how I'm supposed to look, right? 
So how did I actually get here? And why should you care about anything I say? Well, first, quite honestly, I can't even say that I cared much about taking care of my skin, at least not for the first 40 years of my life. I am, like most of you, a Gen Xer. It's not like skincare wasn't really anything growing up. It just wasn't anything that ever really mattered. Skincare growing up didn't go beyond OxyClean, Clearasil, or Noxzema. And sunscreen was definitely optional. Makeup techniques were found in Seventeen magazines, if they were even there. I don't really remember. A couple of years ago, a friend approached me about starting this skincare company. I had been a photographer for the past 15 years, and I was really feeling like a change. My wrists had hurt, I had arthritis in my hands, and my neck and shoulders were killing me. I studied dietetics in college, which ironically I didn't pursue as a career because it's filled with so much misinformation. But you don't know what you don't know. So I enthusiastically said yes to this new venture. I was about six months into it and working closely with skincare chemists and formulators when I started to see it. I was learning about formulations and pH balance, and I was researching when I started to see the fear and misinformation being produced by skincare experts and companies. So that's when I thought I could teach you what I had learned, really, by accident. And I know this is going to sound harsh, especially coming from somebody who just told you they started a skincare company, but really skincare marketing is absolutely scamming us and we've all fallen for it. Am I saying skincare products are a scam? Some are, but not all. But the marketing, the claims, and the promised results are absolutely a scam. Before we move forward, though, I want to say that everything I tell you is to support you as you age in a world far from reality. This podcast is designed to help build a camaraderie among us 40-somethings. I'm not a doctor, esthetician, dermatologist, chemist, or therapist, or any type of doctor. I'm just a woman that stumbled into the skincare world. And now I have some pretty strong opinions about how I choose to see the anti-aging world in skincare and beyond. And I want to make sure you walk away from this podcast feeling more empowered with whatever choices you make. I want to give you the insight into which products to choose and deciding if you even want to choose them. I also want to help you understand what myths are out there, what's true, and what's not true. Okay, so let's move on to some of these eye-opening facts about skincare. What I'm about to share were some of the first things I learned when I started creating our skincare brand. And just to say this, I don't want this podcast to be a bashing of skincare brands. But I do want to help you go through your 40s with a knowledgeable, no-bullshit approach without feeling the pressure to look or be a certain way. 40 as fuck is about being unapologetically and authentically you, however you decide to show up. 40 as fuck means letting go of the shame and anxiety associated with getting older. And finally, I just want you to be able to make decisions for yourself based on fact, not fear, and choose what will actually serve you and help you as you're going to inevitably age. So again, 40 as fuck is not about the negatives. It's about separating the fact from fictions and discerning what we've been led to believe about getting older. Okay, now I want to move on to these skincare facts. So there really hasn't been any skincare breakthrough products since the 1970s. Shocker, right? You can't even open your Facebook or Instagram account now without some new, quote, amazing discovery that's going to erase all of the years. And suddenly you're going to look like that 27-year-old influencer who has strategically used a Instagram filter to hide all of her pores. This tactic is not new. Photoshop, incredible lighting, and precise angles have been around for a long time. We all know this isn't real, but yet it all makes us feel like shit when we see it. 
In fact, research has consistently found that social media and the influencers we follow make us feel worse about ourselves, leading in the worst case scenarios to like obsessive disorders and dysmorphia. In a survey of 1,500 people, two-thirds of social media users said that scrolling made them feel worse about their lives and the way they look. I'm not telling you this to bash social media, but as someone in their mid-40s who does use social media, it helps me to know that I'm not alone in feeling like a total fuck-up among the highlight reels of others. We are also led to believe that skincare is complicated and that we have to use like an AM cleanser, a PM cleanser, serum, moisturizer, facial oils, night creams, eye creams, toners, essence, you name it. And we're led to believe that these products are going to reduce or diminish our pores. They're going to get rid of scars and they're going to make those fine lines blur. In survey after survey, the only product that you really need, according to dermatologists, that will actually prevent premature aging is SPF. That's it. Nothing helps as much as SPF. Yes, cleansers remove dirt, salicylic acid is an excellent exfoliator, and moisturizers help seal in moisture, but we don't really need any of it other than SPF. And if you're like me, SPF growing up was totally optional, and a deep tan was the goal. And unfortunately, you can't erase those years of baby oil and tanning beds. Still, absolutely, SPF can prevent further damage, and you should be slathering it on, if not for vanity reasons, but to prevent skin cancer. Another thing that we've come to believe is that skincare products are better because they cost more. Now, there is a little bit of truth in this, and how and what products are sourced with and how stable the ingredients are. Take, for example, vitamin C. L-ascorbic acid is an excellent ingredient in skincare, which is vitamin C, and it has been studied and proven to reduce free radicals from the environment in the sun, which does lead to aging skin. However, how L-ascorbic acid is used in a formulation and how much is contained in each product varies wildly. If the product is not stable or doesn't contain the correct concentration, you're not going to benefit from it. And actually, there is a little bit of research out there that points out that oxidized vitamin C serums can actually do more harm than good to your skin. So there is a little bit of truth that you do get what you pay for in products, but don't worry, we are going to break this down in the coming episodes. Another point about vitamin C serums. The only products that can be labeled as vitamin C are products containing L-ascorbic acid. Products containing any kind of vitamin C derivative cannot be labeled as vitamin C. You can check this out on your products. Just look at the back label of any product that you have that's claiming to be vitamin C, and it should say clearly L-ascorbic acid. I'm not saying that vitamin C derivatives are not effective, and it depends on many factors, including your skin type. I will say L-ascorbic acid at a percentage between 10 and 20% is most effective. The research has shown that at concentrations either lower or higher, there is a definite diminished result. Also, adding ferleic acid and vitamin E does help stabilize the product, meaning it will prevent it from oxidizing, making your vitamin C serum last longer. Other claims that skincare companies mislead us to, to name a few, is retinol. If a product is claiming to have retinol, it must actually contain retinol, not a derivative. Same for BHA or beta-hydroxy acid. BHAs must contain salicylic acid, which must be in the list of ingredients. But skincare companies misleadingly label products all the time, and consumers like you and me have no idea. We think we are buying what the label says. 
Clean Beauty. This is another one. Before you DM me, there are some incredible clean beauty lines out there with great products. But the degree of fear that is used within the clean beauty industry is some of the worst. I know this is such a touchy topic. So I plan to have an incredible guest, maybe two, who will be breaking this down. And I am not anti-clean beauty, but I am anti-bullshit. So be sure to tune in for this episode. It's going to be a good one. This is just the tip of the iceberg, and I mean just the tip of the iceberg. These are just some of the skincare myths in the skincare world. So where do we go from here? In the anti-aging world, I think we need to discern what's important to us. For me, I'm looking at some key concepts as I age. I'm looking at what I can control and what I can't control. I'm also looking at what products and procedures will benefit me in some way that either helps support the version of myself I am today or helps me reach a better version of myself tomorrow. Taking care of our skin and our bodies should be intentional, but never out of pressure or fear. Really everything when it comes to aging should be done from a place of purpose. And I know this sounds like all the other trite advice out there, but if we start here, we'll have a much easier time. We'll have a much easier time deciphering all the bullshit being thrown at us. And I believe fully in banishing the stigma around aging, and this helps us to do that. So what's next? I've covered some skincare myths and I've given you some sagey advice, but now I want to end with this. No matter what, if what you're doing right now is working for you, keep doing it. Keep doing it. If a 20-step skincare routine gets you going in the morning, do it. If you've been washing your face with Dove soap since 1991 and it still works for you, do that too. The best skincare is the skincare that works for you. Not what your neighbor does or the influencer. It's what works for you and your skin type. And skin type brings us to our next episode about determining your skin type and why I invented the skin Enneagram. And yes, your skin does actually have a personality. I want to touch on our next episode about why knowing your skin type will make your skincare choices considerably easier. That is it. We have finished our first official podcast of 40 as fuck. I'm so glad you joined me and took this time to listen. If you like what you heard today, please subscribe, rate, and review. I'm Sydney Moreau, and I am definitely 40 as fuck.